Welcome to the Green Screen of Death. My name is Adrian. And my name is Bill. So we're on episode 95. No sports star. Sorry. No sports star? Sorry. <laughs> not a hockey player? Oh, dude, it's, <laughs> it's getting hard. It, it is tough. Yeah. It's getting I tough. I think we got like two more. There's, yeah. There's Lindros. There's Lindros, like, 98. Oh, wait, no, he was 88. Is he 88? Okay. Yeah. Okay, and Gretzky. Gretzky. There yeah. was, there has to be. And and and, the, and Bill Harris, that hockey player, <laughs> number 101. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right, dude. Yeah. Doing all right. It's, it's getting cold out there. Dude, so cold. Yeah. Right off the top, uh, so, a little little uh, weirdness from Bill. Last sure. Last episode, when we were finished recording uh i turned to adrian i'm like i was not feeling that episode yeah i remember that at yeah. all like from the first time maybe ever when we recorded i was i just wasn't feeling it except for maybe like though those first fucking terrible five episodes we did <laughs> yeah where they just were off because we weren't very good yeah and I apologized to Adrian. I was like, okay, I just didn't feel it. And uh, uh, so, yeah, if for some reason, I, I listened to it. I thought it sounded okay. But, man, I sure didn't feel it. Oh, really? But uh, if for some reason it sounded like crap, I apologize. I didn't think it sounded bad, but it sure felt like it. Oh, really? I feel better today. Yeah, that's so, good. so that's good. That's good. But, yeah, so uh, apologies for the first time ever. I, I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. It's weird. It happens. You're fucking recording a show, yeah, and you're just not feeling it, yeah. And you're like, oh shit, I'm dragging Adrian down. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm just everything's going wrong, and I, I tried to like be funnier, yeah, or something stupid. I'm just like, nah, nah, yeah. I, I don't want, I don't, I don't like that. It felt really strange and weird, mm. and I, I feel better this episode. That's good. I'm happy <laughs> to hear that, man. So um, I, I listened to it. Well, because I, I edit all this stuff, so I, I listened to it many times over, but. uh I thought it sounded fine. Tell you the truth, I wasn't feeling it until movie club. Okay. Then when we started talking about climax, I started to get into it. Yeah. But before yeah. that, I was not into it. Oh, I see. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we need to do? We need. We just need to practice our dance moves, like in the beginning <laughs> of climax. How about uh, big old rails of cocaine? That's right. Yeah. yeah let's do that. Because all because all the money we, we make off this show is Heck yeah. <laughs> affording our drug habits. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, I just thought I'd say that. Cool. I, I I told a couple people on on the internet, and they said it sounded fine. So yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm just paranoid it's in and, your head, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's all good. Yeah, we're like uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams, man. <laughs> unstoppable <laughs> twosome. Unstoppable. <laughs> that's right. Except for when he has turf toe and doesn't play for six weeks. That's that that that's a factor. Yeah, for sure. Nine and three, baby. Yeah, man. Good for you guys. Didn't show up against the 49ers. It's good it's tough. Yeah. yeah, it's their tough team. We're gonna win the division, yeah. win, win our first round match, and then lose second round. Yeah, that's it's tough. This year is going to be brutal. There's like, some good teams, man. Yeah, a lot of really good teams. And uh, what are you? Oh, Six I don't even four? know. Something like that. It's it's bad. Yeah, and we're still on top of the division, which oh, is outrageous. Fuck your division blows. And dude. the NFC East is garbage. Yeah, you guys are gonna win it with like being two games two games over five hundred. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Liverpool's incredible. Yeah, man. They just find ways to win, and it pisses they, me off every weekend. <laughs> they keep taking years off my life oh, while still. I, I don't blame you, man. Yeah. Like that that ninetieth minute games, man. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, yeah. When everything turns, when when the whole world goes to shit, and like, yeah, the last five ten minutes of the game. But then they pull off a miracle, and yeah. Meanwhile, United's in ninth. 
That's right, man. Tied Aston Villa uh, oh, 2-2 on the weekend. That's tough. Also man. taking years off of my life. Yeah. Uh, it's terrible. We suck. Uh, and uh, Lionel Messi won the Ballon d'Or today, and uh, Virgil van Dijk should have won. Oh, shit. Hot take. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right, actually. Lionel like, Messi was not the best player in the world. Yeah. Virgil van Dijk was. Yeah, yeah. Anybody I talk to, yeah, he's the undisputed best defender in the world. Yeah, and Liverpool won everything. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> he plays in a soft league, too. Totally. <laughs> There's three teams in that league. There's 15 good teams in the EPL this yeah. year. Yeah. Like any team can win this this year. It's oh, incredible. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Uh, you, you still playing Death Stranding? Death Stranding, yes. Uh, I, I had you, have, to, you haven't finished Death Stranding yet? I, I had to Google it because I'm doing, you know me, I get I get distracted. I do side missions. I try to do all the stuff I can do. Um, there's 14 chapters in the game. I'm six chapters in. Nice. I just started chapter six. You know, and like I'm 40 something hours in or something? I'm 60 hours Holy in. Holy. Yeah. <laughs> I played 60 <laughs> hours and I'm halfway there. Wow. Living on a prayer. Yeah. But I think I'm going to focus more on the story. Yeah, you might want to. <laughs> when I noticed that, I was like, okay, I was like, oh, chapter six. And I Googled, I was like, how many chapters? And it's like 14. I was like, oh my God. I yeah, to, that's, you need, to, you need to get on that. Yeah. I uh, I beat Outer Worlds. It's awesome. Oh, sweet. Such a good game. Right on. All, all Hail Obsidian. Nice. That game is awesome. Wicked. Yeah. If, if you have a PS4 and you like RPGs, yeah. That's does, the doesn't one, get much eh? better than Outer Worlds. Right on. Uh, how was your uh, Black Friday? Oh, Pretty uneventful. <laughs> Very uneventful, actually. I'm so stupid. I just assume it's like the old days. I got up like super early, went to Best Buy, and there was maybe five people there. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And I'm like, oh, yeah, everybody's ordering online. That's right. Yeah. Oh, shit. I just I just wanted to see if I could find something I, I didn't see in the flyer yeah. that was on sale. And I'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah. And grab it. I, yeah. I, I grabbed some really cheap games and a couple of cheap USB drives and nice. a couple of cheap movies. Nice. And then I was home a half hour <laughs> later and back in bed. It was yeah. great. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Right on. I should have just done it all online. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Almost the end of the year. Yeah. It feels weird. Getting there, man. It feels really weird. Uh, we're getting to the uh, the quote-unquote prestige yeah. uh, area of the year for movies. We're in the thick of it now, man. Yeah, we're getting there. There's, uh, you know, cats and <laughs> That's right. you know, stuff like that. I think we're, we're going to be doing pretty good this year. Heck yeah, uh, we're in good shape. We're in good shape. Uh, Adrian's now washed under the Silver Lake. Yes. So he's, he's in really good shape. That's right. Uh, Wait, is that a 2019 release? It's a 2019 it release. Oh, because it got delayed. Like, it got it, delayed. Yeah. Uh, more on that later in Movie Club. Uh, but that's it for me. I don't oh. know if you got anything else, but uh, nothing else. Well, we, uh, Sarah, and me, we booked an Alaskan cruise for oh, next year. Shit, so, yeah, we, it's something that we've wanted to do for a long time. So we're like, yeah, let's just do it, and we we booked a booked a seven day round trip. So I'm excited for that. Adrian wants to recreate Christopher McCandless uh, uh, into the wild trip where he goes oh. finds the the hidden bus. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're going to do. We're setting out to do that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be careful with uh, which berries I eat, though. Have, have I ever told you how much I love that film? It's a great one. It's one, like, one of my all-time favorite films. Nice. I have a really... 
every people I know always point this out. If it's a film about somebody trying to find themselves by going on a trip, it's oh, automatic five stars from Bill. That's true. Yeah, because you like that one. I never did watch that one with the the girl who did that. She was like, tracks. Yeah, yeah. tracks. That. Uh, I love that film. Yeah. I was like a weeping mess at VIF watching yeah. that film. Oh, yeah. And like nobody around me like even liked it. And I was really? like, hey, seriously, if they, if they go on a trip yeah. and they find themselves <laughs> five stars. <laughs> yeah. Like like wild with Reese yeah. Witherspoon. I was going to say Five wild. stars. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker for those movies. <laughs> What was the Julia Roberts one? Uh, Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah, I surprisingly kind of like that one until like <laughs> really? until it just dies at the end. Yeah, but it's kind of a good movie too. Cool. Yeah, it's no bad. You know, my my brand is uh, a, a, kind of it's, <laughs> it's the opposite. Shitty teenage horror films. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Shitty teen horror films. That's my brand. Yeah. Now, it's, for me, it's the opposite. It's people struggling to find themselves, but they do. Uh, but they stay close to home. So maybe that's my thing. Yours is <laughs> traveling the world. Yeah. Mine is uh, people just living their shitty lives at home. Hey, it sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> what does that say about me? Oh, my God. You're so into realism. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Let's, let's shut it down. This is the final episode <laughs> of the green screen of death. It's been a good long run, sir. <laughs> yeah. Just a few short of a hundred. Will we make it to one hundred? <laughs> honestly, is that and, and when will episode number hundred be? We should we should yeah. take bets. Yeah, uh, I think by summer of next year. I'm like two months, <laughs> six months, yeah. one year, or yeah. two years. <laughs> That's true. five episodes. How long will it take? That's right. Yeah, we'll see. Leave your leave your uh, comments in the comment section. And I, I already <laughs> said what we're going to do in episode one hundred. Fuck it. Oh, is that the top? The, the list of lists yeah the 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 top it'll probably be 20 let's be honest yeah but top 10 of all the top 10 lists we've done on the show oh nice yeah so we pick one from each top 10 don't doesn't doesn't necessarily oh it just be. has to be 10 from the the lists. Ten, 10 from those lists okay i like that i like that it's uh it's gonna be way harder than you think yeah do you remember how hard it was to do the movie club one? Oh, totally it was only 50 <laughs> yeah that was brutal. Yeah. That's true. I never thought. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. That's episode 100. Yeah. will be us picking our top 10 from our top what, 10 list of we've what, done here. Six years? Seven uh, yeah, years? Yeah, I think six or seven years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Hard to believe. Yeah. It was, I want to say 2014 was when we started. It's been a good four years of episodes. <laughs> That's right. It has. We were super diligent back then. Yeah, we, we kind were. kind of fell off the cliff. That's right. Yeah. Well, we're here. Um, damn it damn it <laughs> yeah begrudgingly we're here <laughs> uh let's see i should we move into our next section yeah for sure let's do the rant do you want to go first yeah sure i don't know if you know this but the movie uh portrait of a lady on fire all right from neon films is a 2019 film oh it, it is okay it opens on friday yeah. In two theaters. Oh. Is it the Netflix ones? No. <laughs> in New York? No. It's qualifying for Oscars. Oh. So, let's just put it this way. If you didn't see that movie at a film festival or in the one theater in New York or the one theater in LA, you can't make your top 10 list properly because it opens on February 14th. Oh, really? 2020. Wow. Limited. There seem... <laughs> <laughs> so in other words we won't most of us won't see it till summer of next year yeah, like march or something when it comes out yeah. on demand so if you 
legitimately follow like a certain rule pattern for your top 10 list, you are hooped. There's no way you, you can see one of the best films of the year. That's crazy. And that, that's unacceptable. Yeah. Especially if, because like, that's your rule. Mm-hmm. If it opens, yeah, it counts. Yeah, that's right. I've had a f- I've had that a few times where I missed a festival, yeah. but it opened in New York on like December twenty fourth. Yeah, and then we get it, you know, Legit, on like, demand in next yeah, September. It's stupid. Yeah, like and it's a, it's a wonderful film. Yeah, it'll be in my top ten. Cool. Yeah. Damn. I'm not going to tell you where, but it's yeah. going to be in my top 10. It's nice. incredible. I loved it. With every, I loved every damn frame of the film. Nice. It's an incredible film, and I can't wait for you to see it, hopefully before the end of the year. Oh, jeez. That's crazy. Yeah. That's I, so crazy. I, I want, if we're going to make a top 10 list, I want us to have access to every film. Yeah. And I want oh, yeah. you to be able to watch every film. Mm-hmm. That's outrageous, man. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, rant out. Rant out. Good rant, man. Uh, my rant... I'm going to go take a leak. Bill will step out during my rant, because I actually warned him. This probably my first time I ever warned him. I said, hey, I'm going to say something kind of crazy. I'm just giving you a heads up, man. My rant is about the Bechdel test and how it continues to come up when it comes to conversations of movies where it doesn't f***ing matter. I'm talking about movies like The Irishman or Ford versus Ferrari. It's not the place to have that conversation. Okay, The Irishman, it did not have a single indigenous actor in it. Do you see me bitching about no indigenous representation in that movie? I think it's the same f***ing argument and it's starting to get to me. People seem to think that there's a character in The Irishman that needs X amount of lines to matter when they don't factor in that that character was quiet through the whole thing. And when that character speaks and has dialogue it makes it that much more effective and people are just so stupid that they miss that and it's starting to piss me off it doesn't affect my enjoyment of these films it just annoys the hell out of me that it's in the conversation here's some movies that fail the bechdel test gravity jackie brown a star is born arrival and blind spotting blind spotting is predominantly a male film but it carries a very deep emotional social message where that's not required in that film it's just not that film i just where do we draw the line <laughs> I, I i don't know here i am a privileged male complaining about something that in the long run doesn't really affect me that much doesn't hurt me in any way it just annoys the hell out of me so that's my rant. I was just sitting here shouting into my mic like a, like a like a grumpy old man. I'll listen later. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk about our first movie, shall we? Speaking of The Irishman, <laughs> let's review The Irishman. For anybody hiding under a rock, what is The Irishman all about? Only available on Netflix, friends. Yeah. Except for we saw it in the theater. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. You probably should have saw it in the theater too. I only I I wish everybody had an opportunity to see Same the theater here. because Same it's one here. it's one of those films. Uh, directed by the great Martin Scorsese, a mob hitman recalls his possible involvement with the with the killing of Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, see, we don't actually really know what happened to Jimmy Hoffa. That's right. Yeah. yeah. My favorite all-time thing that might have happened to Jimmy Hoffa is he's buried in the end zone at Giant Stadium. Oh, shit. I'll always love that. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. At a football stadium. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's uh, cool. So check this out. De Niro, Pacino, Pesci, Keitel, Romano, Cannavale, Stephen Graham, Jesse Plemons, and Anna Paquin. Oh. It's a pretty damn good lineup hey. right there. 
And it's also three hours and 29 minutes. If you have a problem with that, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> but uh, uh, this is, other than maybe like uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, this is the quickest three-hour film I've seen this year. Hell yeah. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is on another level. Yeah. But uh, goddamn, uh, this is a great one. Uh, and I even have problems with it. You did? I do. Okay. I, I, and I'm, not, I'm about to say them right now. Do I th- it. I think the first two acts is a, a, a good but not great Scorsese film. Oh, really? Okay. But the third act is probably one of the best things he's ever shot. Hell yeah. And it makes the movie twice as good. Yeah. It's incredible. The last act is incredible. It is. Yeah. And it makes up for it. Yeah. Uh, the first uh, the first two acts feel like um, a greatest hits package mm-hmm. at times that's to me. That's true. Yeah. Um, and that's not taking away from the acting, which I think is all incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it feels like I've been here before. Yeah. It's like a good old pair of jeans. Yeah. These, these feel really good on my body. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. But that like last act is like finding a fucking 50 in the pocket you didn't know was there. Oh, like, that's It's true. just like, holy <laughs> oh, shit. I like that. And the fact that this is the crew, man. These people have been in movies together. This is a Martin Scorsese film. These are the actors of mine and yours generation. You talk about anybody, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, the greatest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, these are people who have shaped everybody. And Scorsese. Yeah. He shaped everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody's seen Taxi Driver. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Everybody's seen, you know, Travis Bickle. Everybody's seen Godfather 2. Yeah. Al Pacino. Everybody loves Joe Pesci. What am I, a clown? You know, shit like that. Oh, yeah. This is, and they're all 70. Yeah. Or older. Yeah. This might be the final movie they ever are in together. Yeah. And it's a hell of a way to go out. And it also makes me kind of sad because I fucking love these people. Yeah. And this movie is a celebration of their greatness. Hell yeah. And uh, man, the third act is just fucking killer, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's incredible. Unreal. Yeah. I I disagree with you a little bit. I love... I actually love the first two acts. And I I I like them too. It's just... It's... um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm not comparing it to other films. It just sort of feels like a greatest hits package. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's obviously not the first act of fucking Goodfellas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing is the first act (laughs) of Goodfellas. Yeah. It is on another level. Yeah. You're not touching it. Yeah. And I don't want to compare the films. Right. They're not the same films. Yeah. They're a different time period from a different... Scorsese is a different director than he was in 1992. Oh, totally. Yeah, I, I, I see what you mean. It, could, it might be like going to a reunion tour kind of thing. And, yeah. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with them playing the greatest hits. Yeah. Because they're fucking awesome. I know. Like, <laughs> you, know you know, the Foo Fighters always say ever long to the finale. <laughs> Hell but, yeah. You know, it's, it's good times. <laughs> yeah. What I want to say, though, and I, I think you'll probably agree with me, that third act really works because of the way they build it up, the way they build the friendships and the way they build the, the trust that they have with each other and just the cold, cruel world of being a gangster, being a, a man who paints houses. Yeah. Well, Frank Sharon, the De Niro character, starts off as a truck driver. Yeah. Like a nobody. Yeah. And he's not a young man. He's like a middle-aged man yeah. who just happens to meet somebody yeah, and becomes way more into something that he probably should be. Oh, yeah. And he's protected by the Joe Pesci character, mm-hmm. and everything just kind of gets out of control. He becomes the bodyguard kind of for Jimmy Hoffa, yeah. he, and, he, and he's a nobody. Yeah. He's, he's not like a, a vetted guy or anything like that. Yeah. It's like he's just, he's a nobody, but he's a heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just things can go wrong in every fashion of like, like organization, like with the mob or your family. 
Mm-hmm. Stuff like the family stuff in this film is good too. Like it, it fucks his family up. Oh yeah. All this like all this stuff, like his family knows what he's doing. Yeah. And yeah. it f- destroys it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Like it's it's very multi-layered film mm-hmm. that um the, the the family stuff isn't like it's not, it's I hate comparing it to Goodfellas. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. Like, I know what you mean. But it, it's it's not Goodfellas. But um, it's just um, I I really enjoyed the, as I said I really enjoyed the first two acts. It's just I watched it again and I'm just like man uh, I don't know mm-hmm. greatest hits is such a good term yeah. for it. I just oh yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you on that for sure. And people say people have been saying about the performances like I'll, I'll just recap some of the conversation that's going on and I. I agree with most of it. I'll say um, Pesci is playing a role that we've never seen him play before. He's like very restrained, very calculated in this movie, and I love him for it. I, you know, if I had to crown somebody best performer in this movie, I'd I'd give it to Pesci. Um, at the same time, De Niro, uh, we've seen him play in these roles before, but it doesn't take away the the skill that he has to pull off to pull this pull off this role like he's uh he's he's also very restrained and he's got very subtle like economic ways of moving his face and his eyes and his body when uh when shit hits the fan you know when stuff starts to go wrong in this movie he's uh you know he there's a bit i think where he talks about the war right and he talked about it well were you scared and uh, i think that's part of what he's going through in this movie too is you know he probably felt a lot of fear but he had to he had to bottle it up the stuff his character goes through loyalty wise in this Mm -hmm. movie is unreal yeah yeah like people that are he as i said he's not like a mob guy these people are his friends yeah yeah It's, it's it's an actual choice for him it's not like oh just go pop them yeah. These guys are his friends. Yeah. And it's tough. Yeah. And, and De Niro is great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Pesci. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Yeah. What did you say? It's been like how many years okay, since so he's really worked? In 2010, he was in a movie called Love Ranch, which I never saw. Okay. But his main, like, big role big role before yeah. that was The Good Shepherd, the De Niro film. Okay. In 2006. That's unbelievable. Jeez. Yeah. I miss him, man. Yeah. I, I miss him. You never know what you got until it's gone. Yeah. Or whatever Poison said. <laughs> exactly. But, uh... That's a great song, by the yeah. way. Um, but yeah, uh, I love Pacino in the film. Me I think too. I think he's my favorite performance. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah. He's he's just balls out. Yeah, and I, I've I've I'm a huge Al Pacino fan. I would take uh, Pacino and Serpico oh, over Travis yeah. Bickle. That's a good call. I like um, that. I I Pacino's always been my guy. I love De Niro, but. Uh, Pacino, Pacino, it always felt like took more risks, like shit, like Panic in Needle Park, where That's true. he was just a, a desolate, crappy human being. But and De Niro has always been a classier version of Pacino to That's me. That's true. But uh, man, it's great to see Harvey Keitel. Yeah, we man. haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and all the greats are in this film. Mm-hmm. Like Bobby Cannavale's in this film. Yeah, we all love Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> He's so good, and and he looks like kind of a slob in this one too, oh, totally. which we never see a, with Bobby Cannavale. He's usually a pretty slick dude. And other than Pesci and De Niro, uh, and obviously uh, Pacino, my my other favorite performance is Stephen Graham. Nice. He's yeah, he's good. So good in the film. Yeah. He's just an asshole. 
Yeah. Like, the guy you just kind of want to punch for having that face. You oh, know? totally. Like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, he's so good. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Uh, he, he's a great character actor who's been in a lot of small films. And this is, I hope people now know who he is because he's so good in this film. Yeah. He's incredible. Uh, Jesse Plemons having a great year after, yeah. like, El Camino. And, yeah. Yeah. So good. Uh, and Anna Paquin's really good, too. I love her in this. Um, I, th- I think she's does a lot without talking, just like Margot Robbie does in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie has like six lines in the entire film, and it's like the third best performance in the film. Yeah. It's incredible. And you feel so much yeah. because of her. There's this scene at the end of the film that's absolutely heartbreaking with Anna Paquin. Yeah. And she does, she does nothing. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's one of the best films of the year. Hell yeah. It's an absolute shame that every fucking studio passed on this film. It is. And the only reason they did it is because of the, the aging stuff. Yeah. Because it costs a lot of money to do it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not going to say no to Martin Scorsese. Yeah. But it was 200 million bucks. Yeah. And you know what? Netflix is like, where do I sign? <laughs> Good for Netflix, man. They're the future. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, this, this should have been, like, a big christmas prestige film from fox or yeah paramount or oh, who yeah. the fuck yeah. but it's 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 incredible like i i i love films like this you don't know what you you've missed until you haven't seen them for 20 years yeah and he hasn't made a film like this for a while like he's making made silence that's true you know this is not silence <laughs> yeah, i like true. scorsese gangster films yeah man yeah and, you know and say what you want about uh like the Guy Ritchie films. Oh yeah, they're not Scorsese yeah. films. Yeah, that's right. They're fun films, but you know, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah, is not The Irishman. <laughs> that's true. Or Snatch. It's Put not, that on the poster. I know, but it's, it's <laughs> that's that's what we kind of had to you know go by. That's true. Until like this, and you know what? Just give me one more. Yeah, I want one more. Yeah, uh, he's like eighty-five. Yeah, and. He still looks like he's TikTok, man. Yeah. I heard interviews. He sounds just like he did 30 years ago. That's awesome. And De Niro looks game. Pacino looks game. Nice. Pacino always looks game. <laughs> he does. And, and Kaitel looks... Yeah. Uh, everybody, bring them all back. Give me one more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What I love about Kaitel is it feels like he showed up on set with like his own wardrobe and it's like, <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and look fucking cool for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> I love Kaitel. <laughs> he's great. Before we go on this one, yeah, what'd you think of the de-aging? I thought it was fine. Like, There's one scene at the beginning that looks really super uncanny valley. Okay, but, uh, and the uh, and the when they're when uh, the Pesci character is helping him fix the engine. Oh, yeah. There's a scene there. It looks really odd. It looks it looks kind of weird. Looks yeah. kind of Polar Express. Yeah, a little Polar <laughs> Express. <laughs> but uh, I thought they did a fine job. Like um, I would take that over trying to find younger actors who. Could kind of look like them and maybe can do a good impression like uh i get more distracted by that stuff than i thought it was fine the thing that sucks is that it's really long and people are going to watch it on netflix at home and pause it yeah 17 times and yeah. check their text messages yeah or if yeah. we watched it in a theater i see i saw it twice in the theater yeah and both times it was just like Whoosh! Yeah. Flew right by. Flies by. Yeah. It is a time commitment, but you know what? Fucking everybody involved in that movie has earned it from me. Like they've, my entire life I've been surrounded by Scorsese films and, uh, you know, it, it is sad because how many more does he have left in him? You could say that about literally any filmmaker, any age because of just the way the world is, you it's, know? 
mo- I'm I'm a after the fifties movie guy, mm-hmm. and all of my idols and all my favorites started in the sixties. Okay, Martin Scorsese. Yeah, yeah. Other than Kubrick, it's Scorsese for me. Nice. And I don't think if you're into film, I don't think you can say other like maybe there's some other people, but those are the two. Mm-hmm. Those are the two that I think have defined film for me. Uh, you know, obviously there's some some European people in there, like yeah or asian but yeah. man uh, i can't say enough about this film yeah even as, as i said i'm not as high on the first two acts but yeah, man yeah. that third act is worth your three hours and 30 minutes it brings it home man holy shit it's incredible and uh I, I i've already heard from people at work this is my litmus test oh it's too long oh no yeah Somebody texted me today that they were watching it, um, and they said, there's a scene in the film where he beats up somebody on the road, and he looks like an old man, even though he's supposed to be a 40-year-old man, yeah. and he doesn't even kick him. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's De Niro, man. Yeah, it's De it's, Niro. It's a movie. It's chill. But yeah, it's one of the best films of the year. Yeah. I, th- I think it's great. Yeah. And I, you I'm, know, I'm on- glad everybody gets to see it now. Yeah. Because I saw it like a month ago, and I was... I, I was, oh, you couldn't talk to anybody. I couldn't talk to anybody about it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. One thing I want to say about runtime, and this was almost my rant, but I've probably ranted about it before. What was, there your, is, what was your rant about? Oh, I, yeah, you were in the other room. I, <laughs> I forgot. Was in the other room. You were in the other room. You 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 had to relieve yourself. Yeah, I was a good piss. <laughs> um, I was almost going to be about runtime because there is nothing I'm less interested about than. Uh, Oh, the movie's too long. It was half an hour too long. And, you know, I've I've said that a lot myself. And it is true in many cases. It's not true here. <laughs> like, what what would you cut out of this movie? You're not a fucking editor. You know, you don't know shit. You're some dude who watches movies just like me and Bill. And Yeah, and you, um, know, and you know who cut The Irishman? Thelma Schoonmaker. Shut the fuck up. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you talking to? you yeah you got one of the best editors of all time there's a goat editor (laughs) yeah thelma's it yeah yeah i'm sorry guy at home watching netflix um (laughs) you don't you don't that ain't it man yeah you don't qualify you don't qualify (laughs) your opinion is officially invalid there you go rant part two Anyway, go see The Irishman. It's on Netflix right now. Do your best to see it in one sitting. We all have busy lives. We all love to pretend we have busy lives. I've got a fucking busy life, man. Me and Bill, we both work full time. We have other shit we have going on. Friends, family, video games, streaming, other movies. And I've seen it twice. And he's seen it twice. Probably a third time at home. I've Um, sampled it. (laughs) Yeah. Make the time. Make the time to see this in one sitting. He's one of the all-time great filmmakers. He deserves it. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do next, man? Next, let's uh, let's talk about um, Knives Out. Let's go. Let's move to Knives, Knives Out. Out. Finally get to see Knives Out, eh? Yeah, we're the last people. I feel like we're the last people to see this one. <laughs> Everybody saw Knives Out like two months ago. At a festival. <laughs> That's right. Where there's goggles. That's right. Yeah. Were they right? Were they wrong? Were they, time will tell. Let's hey, we'll out. tell you in a couple minutes. What's Knives Out all about? So directed by Ryan Johnson, uh, a detective investigates the death of a patriarch of an eccentric 
combative family. Oh, thank you, IMDb. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good one. That's uh, a good one. Daniel Craig, Anna D. Armas. Wow, she's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. So good. Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, Tony Collette, Lakeith Stanfield, Christopher Plummer, and Catherine Langford. She's the girl from Thirteen Reasons Why. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thought I'd say her. That's nice. Everybody in Hollywood's in this film. Yeah. So yeah, this uh, this is a good one. Yeah, uh, I like a good detective film, man. Yeah. These don't come up very often. No, they don't. And, and an original story too. Yeah, like it's uh, it feels very old timey. It does, but still very modern. And yeah, I was really into this. Yeah, yeah. And I probably here. shouldn't have been because I don't <laughs> think it's actually that good. I just, but I think I just kind of like detective films. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's really damn good. I think it's great question mark um not as smitten as some of my friends but uh that doesn't take away from the experience no i I think it's a rather watchable film it is um it's a little too smart for itself at times but uh and if you didn't guess the film you're stupid but Mm -hmm. um man Anna de Armas is fucking great, dude. Yeah. She carries this film. Yeah. With a bunch of really big stars and behind <laughs> her. And she is just incredible in this film. Yeah, she stands out. Uh, it, it, she even outdoes like Daniel Craig just being a ham yeah. for an hour and 45 totally. minutes. Uh, yeah, she carries the film. Uh, her her work with Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer's the 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 guy who dies, the the, the leader of the family, and she's heard he, she's the doctor who takes care of him. Right. And they have this really it's only like ten minutes of screen time, but those ten minutes are so sweet and nice. Yeah. And you can oh, tell yeah. they're actual friends. Oh yeah. And she's so fucking great. Yeah. And Christopher Plummer is so great. <laughs> yeah. It almost makes the film like it it's right at the beginning and it's so interesting mm-hmm. the stuff that happens in that scene yeah it's the way that it works and it sets the movie up so well yeah and i'm just like wow this is okay okay i'm yeah we're let's go yeah let's go this is gonna yeah. be good and it just gets better yeah and i'm like wow this is really really good this mm-hmm. is really watchable like people show up add to the film there's always something being added to the film yeah. little yeah. layers yeah uh yeah it's really fun yeah. And it's an adult fun film. Yeah. At a time where Frozen and stuff like that. <laughs> That's true. So give your money to this. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I might not have said that two weeks ago. Yeah. It's kind of a surprise. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Me too. I really, really enjoyed it. I think that Ryan Johnson, he's among the best at making consistently really good to great movies. And he, he gets the most out of everybody in his movies. Have you seen The Brothers Bloom? Oh, I haven't seen that. No. Okay. Okay. Does that uh is that go against what I just yeah, said? Yeah, that's a strike. Okay. Yeah. But you know, between like, you know, Brick and Looper. Brick is so good. Looper I, is so good. Yeah. Yeah. What what would you say is his best? Is it Brick? Brick. Yeah, I think so too. It's just so original. Yeah. Just with the way they talk. Yeah. And how, oh, yeah. how that should piss you off like 30 <laughs> seconds in. Yeah. And it just becomes a strength. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. And it's got a weird, that weird ass score to it. Yeah. And everybody is so game. Yeah. Levitt is so game in that yeah. film. He just acts his ass off. Yeah. He's incredible. Such in a that great one. film. Underrated film. It People is. don't talk about Brick enough. Yeah. You know, for all the the Last Jedi stuff, mm-hmm. people forget Ryan Johnson was the fucking man. Oh, Looper is yeah. awesome too. Yeah, yeah. Looper's great. Yeah, yeah, Looper is another 
amazing sci-fi film that people don't talk about. That's true. Yeah. Looks like you have something else there. Um, no, I just... I, 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 I like the fact that um, there's a, a private investigator who actually does investigating. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, like he, he looks for clues. <laughs> That's true. It's, yeah. not, it's not just like, oh, I stumbled across this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got, he has like two partners. One of them is the, the great Lakeith Stanfield. Oh, yeah. Who is like the most underrated actor in Hollywood. He is. He's so great in everything he's in. Yeah. And I'm glad he's, he's got like a career. Yeah. Just being a really cool dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Don Johnson's pretty oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is pretty good. <laughs> hey, Michael Shannon's pretty good. Oh, yeah. You know, all these really great actors who show up and like Tony Collette's really great in the film. All, She's awesome. I know. I'm just like, there's <laughs> so much like acting riches here. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, the kid from It, the Jabin Lieberher, whatever the fuck his name is now. Oh, he changed yeah. his name. Jaden something. Yeah. yeah, he's he's weird in it. They, <laughs> yeah. they, 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 make, they make fun of him the whole movie. They call him alt right and all this stuff. Yeah. And that's a funny thing. A lot of them fall under like a lot of Twitter categories. And uh, like Tony Collette, weirdly, is like an Instagram social media mogul kind of influencer type. And it's so funny because like when you think of Tony Collette, that's probably one of the last things you would ever think about. But she makes it work so well. And uh, the other guy that we haven't mentioned yet, Noah Segan, he's one of the detectives there. He's the perfect nerd yeah. in that role. He is so good. And that's one of Ryan Johnson's boys. And uh, I love him in this. And nothing is stupid. That's true. Nothing, nothing, nothing serves the plot. Nothing breaks the film because you're like, oh, that takes me out of it. Yeah. And that's really awesome. And, you know, Daniel Craig, as we said before when we reviewed Logan Lucky, should do a comedy every year. Hell yeah. He's got the chops. He does. He's so funny. Yeah. And so, like, knows what he's doing in a comedy. Yeah. And he's underrated. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen Logan Lucky, that movie's awesome. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, this is a big recommend. Hell yeah. And I probably wouldn't have said that. As, as I said, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have said that two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really watchable. Hell yeah. Uh, and it made money. Yeah, Supposedly I'm happy it, it, for that. Uh, it almost made its uh, budget back first weekend. Oh, cool. So That's awesome. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for Ryan. Yeah. Uh, I, I slag him for, for the Jedi movie, but uh, <laughs> I am a Ryan Johnson fan. Yeah. I do want him to do well. Hell yeah. Same here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, I think it, it plays out like a heist movie and it's got a lot of tension, some laughter. It's very funny throughout. And it's got some beautiful, quiet, heartfelt moments. It's got a little bit of everything and uh, it's just a very satisfying movie to watch. And right? as I said, this is an adult detective film mm-hmm. when usually nowadays it would be a teenager detective film or something yeah. stupid like that. Yeah. So they could make, have a huge opening weekend and do nothing with it and, and there'd be like a slasher. Yeah. person killing them oh yeah but this is like clue yeah or something like that oh totally or an agatha christie like old school movie yeah it's so good mm-hmm. nothing but love man I, yeah. I recommend the hell out of this yeah man i've already told people to go and see it and they're like <laughs> really yeah hell yeah I'm, it's I'm, so good i'm like yeah it's, yeah it's surprisingly good go see it and then go and see dr sleep again that's right do it <laughs> that movie needs to perform well damn yeah. it yeah i think it's already gone from victoria's so. yeah Sounds about right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Big recommend from us. 
Go see Knives Out, damn it. Uh, next one. Let's talk about uh, maybe the Feel Bad movie of the year. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I still have a lot of movies I need to it's, see. It's funny. I don't, I don't know what Adrian really thought of this film. I haven't yeah. talked to him. He saw yeah. it a couple days ago, and I saw it in October. That's right. Yeah, we haven't had a chance to talk about yeah, it since so I watched it. It's uh, This could be interesting. This could be. Yeah. Um, the, the movie we're talking about is Marriage Story. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about this one? From the great Noah Baumbach. We are big fans. Hell yeah. Big fans. Hell yeah. An incisive, incisive and compassionate look at marriage breaking up and a family staying together. Oh. Thank you, IMDb. Hey. Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson, Laura Dern, Alan Alda, and the great Ray Liotta. Hell yeah. <sighs> <clears throat> <laughs> this is a fucking film, eh? It is. Uh, it is. It's like the A to Z of a divorce, man. Yeah. From right from the beginning, right till the end. Yeah. No punches, baby. Yeah. No punches pulled, dude. No. <laughs> wow. It's it's um it's it's and it's like a funny kick to the nuts. Yeah. Like there is like nothing held back here. It is mm-hmm. a really hard watch, but man, I love the fuck out of this film. Hell yeah. I was so blown away by this film when I watched it, I could barely get it on my seat. Really? I was just so blown away by it. It was my number two film of if mm-hmm. and legit if waves hadn't been that damn good. Yeah. It would have been my number one. Really? I haven't seen it again and I think yeah. it might be my number one. Like it's I I, just, I was just so blown away by it. Nice. Um like beginning to end. It yeah. is just an absolutely incredible film mm-hmm. held together by the absolute great performances from Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. And I'll say it right now. Adam Driver is going to win Best Actor. He better. He fucking better, dude. I said it right after the fifth screening. <laughs> yeah. I was screaming it. Yeah. Scarlett will get nominated. Yeah. And she could win. Yeah. And Laura Dern's going to win, too. Yeah, I could see that. Laura and, Dern's incredible. And Ray Liotta's going to get nominated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Noah Baumbach's going to win Best Director. Oh, I'd love to see that. And I'd Best Screenplay. Oh, shit. Let's do it. And get nominated for Best Picture. Hey. But not win. Yeah. Because Cats is going to win. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Like, legitimately, this is an absolutely freaking flawless film. Yeah. That's really hard to watch and might alienate people because of that. Yeah. And it it, it has. Like, uh, um, I don't think Kyle will mind me saying this, but he uh, he actually had to walk out of the movie. He, it was too tough for him it's to watch. Tough. Yeah. It's tough. It's not an easy film. Yeah. He he uh, he got up. He's like, sorry, bro. I got to go. This is just too hard on me. And uh, I can see that. You know, I, I think that I, I've got something written here I want to read out before I move further with this. Uh, just like her, uh, the movie Her, it's easy to draw lines from Bombac's personal life. And I'm not saying Her is a Bombac film, but uh, Her had uh, a lot of Spike Jones's like real life experiences of going through a breakup in that movie. Um, you know, Noah Bombac, he's a New York guy. He got divorced in L.A. once upon a time when he was married to Jennifer Jason Lee, And they have a son. Uh, and they had to do the divorce in L.A. So... You know, he's a he's an up-and-coming theater director. Well, Baumbach is an up-and-coming young filmmaker back then. So a lot of parallels can be drawn there. So it, it's a very personal, intimate story. So, yeah, in the movie, uh, both the main characters, they, they work at a theater company in New York. Uh, the driver character is from New York, and the Johansson character is from L.A. She moved to be with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, like every relationship... 
uh, you know, after a while, it uh, kind of breaks down. There's like no communication. They don't know what says their true feelings. And, you know, something has to give. And, uh, oh, yeah, there's a child involved. Yeah. Gets complicated. They decide they're going to get a divorce. And, like, everything at the beginning, oh, we'll just talk it through. Everything will be fine. We'll, we'll do it ourselves. And then the lawyers get involved. Yeah. And it gets really fucking ugly. Oh, yeah. And this film is ugly. It is. Harsh. Uh, but, man, I I don't shy away from this kind of stuff. I like emotion, man. I like yeah. real emotion. And this film feels freaking real. Yeah. It's one of those films. Uh, as I said, um Adam Driver is, you know, Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he does this. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and it's the best he's ever been. Yeah. And he's been really great in a lot of good things. And Scar- oh, yeah. Scarlett Johansson is one of the most underrated actresses ever. Yeah. Like, she was incredible and in lost in translation, and nobody cared. Yeah. That movie is so great. Yeah. And she is so incredible in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, it's like Baumbach was just like, I'm going to find every awesome character actor I can find, mm-hmm. put them around you, and just let them kill. Yeah. Like, Laura Dern kills in this film. Oh, hell yeah. Alan Alda kills in this film. That's true. Ray Liotta's in it for 10 minutes and fucking kills. <laughs> That's true. I'm just like, Jesus. And Baumbach has been great for years. Oh, We've yeah. been saying this for years. Yeah. Like, this is not a surprise, folks. Yeah. Like, you should have known this. Mm-hmm. We did know this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this film is incredible. Yeah. Uh, I... <sighs> I, it's one of the best films of the year. It's mm-hmm. a top five film for me right now. Nice. Not saying my top ten list, but yeah, um, it's it's an incredible film. Hell yeah! And hey, look, friends, once again, you get to watch it for free on Friday. That's right. It's coming to Netflix. Coming to Netflix. Hell yeah, Netflix. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, we don't get this kind of riches. Yeah, man. Do we deserve it? We deserve it. We but, deserve but, it. But hey, <laughs> man, like this this is an incredible time to be a film fan. Yeah, you got the fucking Irishman on the. You got Marriage Story. Hell yeah. You got The King. You got fucking The Two Popes in two weeks, which is yeah. also amazing. Yeah. Like, this is such a great time to be a, a film lover. Like, I'm so happy yeah. that everybody gets to enjoy this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, this is it's a great time to be alive, man. Hell yeah. This is, this is like Empire Strikes Back just open, man. This is so good. <laughs> Hell yeah. Marriage Story equals Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> It's a great movie though, man. Like I uh I'm I'm still struggling with where I'm going to end up in my ranking of this film at the end of the year. It takes a while to process, man, cuz it's it's so hard to watch. And uh I I think it's hard because uh you know, I've we've all been in a bad relationship. We've all been there. We've all been there at some point. We've we've been hurt, we've hurt people. Uh feelings can be a really complex thing man and uh it's crazy how hard it is to watch this and reflect on your own life and and that's part of what art does you know at its finest form art will make you look within and go oh yeah i remember that time and here's what i learned or here's what i didn't learn and uh i wish i could go back to you know 18 year old me and say this or or whatever totally um it's i i think it's fantastic and uh you know i I held it together pretty good, actually. Even though it's really hard to watch, I held it together until maybe the last 10 minutes of the movie, uh, when some maybe the last five minutes, something happens, and I just the rest of the the rest of the movie is a blur to me because like my I was crying so hard and like the tears were in my eyes and everything was my vision was blurred from my tears and eyes were stinging and all that stuff. It, it's so good. And you couldn't find your cat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Jojo wasn't there to wipe my tears. So um, well. 
you know what? Awesome that, you know, Kyle walked out. Like, yeah. If, if you're not comfortable with a film, don't watch it. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm perfectly aware of that. But yeah. um, I hope one day he's able to come around to it again and yeah. check it out. Yeah. It's definitely a film that I think is definitely worth watching. Yeah. Um, it's rather weird. This is like Noah Baumbach's coming out party. Yeah. Yeah. He's been great for years, folks. Hell yeah. If you haven't seen his back catalog, yeah. you're in for a treat. Yeah. Check him out. Uh, his Seriously, his stuff with Greta Gerwig. Hell yeah. <laughs> is like unreal. Yeah. Like just beautiful stuff. Hell yeah. Um, you know, and he's, as we said, he's been great for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hope he wins everything. Cause, Hell yeah. Uh, there's somebody who he's deserved it for years. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's one of the best films of the year. Uh, even if it's, you know, it might be hard to recommend to people, but man, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful film. Hell yeah. Um, and th- once again, thank you to the Vancouver International Film Festival. Yeah, man. Because I got to see this on the big screen. Hell yeah. Two months ago. Yeah. So I'm super happy about that. That's wicked. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you got to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the Vic Theater for booking this and also booking the Two Popes. Yeah. I uh, do. That film is going to surprise the hell out of you. <laughs> yeah. I saw the trailer there and it looks, the, the look of it is incredible. Yeah. It's Fernando Morales. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's an amazing director. Wicked. But yeah, it's, it, that film is going to surprise the hell out of people. Cool. And as, as I said before, I'm not religious. Yeah. And I super love that film. Cool. So yeah, I can't wait. Go uh, Netflix. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's, there's another uh, f- film that just dropped on Netflix um, called Atlantics. Okay. From a director named Matty Diop. Uh, it's also really great. Oh, cool. Check that out. Right on. A um, little bonus pick there for you nice. guys. <laughs> right on. As I said, I Viff was great for Netflix this Hell year. Yeah. So, yeah, I've seen them pretty much all of them. So Right on. Uh, yeah, uh, high recommendation. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I have a feeling our top 10 show is going to be really uh, different this year. I think it will be. Yeah. It will be. I think I think we both have our strong picks of the year. Yeah. And, but they're different films. Yeah. So it mm-hmm. could be fun. It could be, yeah. for sure. I think so. It always is. Well, we can move on to the next part of our show, The Movie Club. This is where Bill picks a movie that I haven't seen, and then we talk about it here. So... Am I going to have to make an apology here? <laughs> no, you're not. Okay. This week's, uh, th- this episode's movie is called Under the Silver Lake. Why don't you tell our listeners about this one? Uh, from uh, David Robert Mitchell, who made the film It Follows. Yeah. A couple of years ago, or yeah. a, a slam dunk uh great horror film Hell that yeah. uh, more people should probably be talking about uh the the synopsis this is a long one from imdb okay i was quite shocked at how long this wow one. uh sam a disenchanted young man finds a mysterious woman swimming in his apartment pool one night the next morning she disappears sam sets off across la to find her and along the way he uncovers a conspiracy Far more bizarre. <laughs> hey, that's not too bad. Andrew Garfield, Riley Keough, and Topher Grace. Oh, yeah. I've watched a lot of movies in my life, man. And I don't think I've ever seen a movie like this, ever. Yeah, that's that's a fair assessment. When I when I first saw it, I called it Stoner Chinatown. Okay. Like, you know, the the Polanski film from this, mm. uh, with Jack Nicholson and Jack right. Nicholson was a detective yeah. going around searching for stuff. Well, this is stoner Chinatown where he's really inept. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't quite know what he's really doing. Yeah. Everything is so fucked up because everything is weird and has mm. 
like strange hieroglyphs and everything's coded yeah. and everything is really out there and strange and the he's not a very good narrator because he's really unreliable. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and everything is fucking weird. It is. Uh, and it's like weird, man. It is. It is. <laughs> That's actually true. Man. It's, it's very weird. Uh, and I just, I just, it's like one of those films that's either really going to piss you off yeah, or it's going to hit you like it's a, the greatest thing ever. And I yeah. kind of had that happen in a film festival yeah, where everybody around me really hated it. Really? And I was just like, play it again. Yeah. Cause I fucking loved it. <laughs> nice. And there was talk about how everybody kind of hated it and A24 wanted him to, to cut the movie and now that you've seen it, what the hell are you going to cut out of that film? Like, it's, yeah. it's so not that film. Like, it's, yeah. it's just so weird. And I, I, and I was yelling to everybody, don't touch a fucking frame of that film. Yeah. It's so weird and stupidly obtuse. Like, you don't touch that film. Mm-hmm. Let it be the cult classic it's going to be for the next 50 years. Nice. Um, it's, it's, it's not a film for everybody. Yeah. And, like, I, we like weird films that some people just don't, don't like at all. Yeah. This is one of them, I think. Andrew yeah. Garfield is fucking amazing in this film. Mm-hmm. He's just so clueless yet weirdly smart. Yeah. But stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's this weird stoner guy who um, somebody in the movie uh, um, asks, what's your job, man? He's like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. And that's literally what he does. He does nothing. He's, yeah. a, he's, he's a bum. Yeah. He's, he's, his apartment's about to be repossessed. His car gets towed away. Yeah. Uh, and he doesn't really follow any rules. Mm-hmm. There's not like he does nothing. Like there's some kids pissing on a car. <laughs> so he beats the shit out of them. <laughs> That was that took me by surprise because he doesn't follow any rules, man. Yeah. He does whatever the fuck he wants. Uh, he and he's and he's a terrible detective. Yeah, as you see in the film, he just kind of falls into things. Like yeah. it's, he's, there's no skill involved. Yeah. He's just kind of a dumb guy who you know goes along and stuff happens. Um, yeah, he's just it's just a weird film. But as I said before, I like to flex the brain a little bit. Yeah, and this film is a. F- fucking like 400 pound bench press of a like a <laughs> it's, it's a weird film yeah and i understand why people don't like it yeah but man i've i i was really freaked out when i gave this to you because i'm like yeah. this is gonna be one of those episodes where he's like well <laughs> i got about 20 minutes oh in, yeah no and i was just like this isn't worth my time yeah and i'm just gonna shut it off <laughs> and i was just gonna be like no that, that was almost me with climax a couple weeks ago i know yeah. and i was just like is, is that gonna happen again and that's yeah. gonna be the weird i got like two pages of notes and agents <laughs> be like i watched 20 minutes of it <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it's definitely not that for me and um you can probably tell from my reaction so far not as into it as you are uh, I'm not sure I really enjoyed it that much, but I did enjoy like what he was doing here. Like, uh, you're right. There's nothing else out there like it. And, uh, throughout probably the entire runtime, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? What is happening? It's like the character in the film has like Asperger's. That's true. Yeah. He's incredibly not into everything. And then all of a sudden he is really into this detective stuff. Yeah. And yeah. trying to find this girl that like he could give a fuck about anything else other than maybe smoking weed mm-hmm. and talking to his mom on the phone and watching old movies. Yeah. But he gets super into this. Mm-hmm. And um, is he riffing a lot on Mulholland Drive in this film at, at times? Like mm-hmm. th- that film comes up when I think of this film. Um, the weird way he sees women in the film. 
Yeah, that's true. How um, the Riley Keough character is like a straightforward character, but every other f- female pretty much he sees in the film, they start barking at him. Yeah, it's, I don't. It, get, it's, it's like yeah. his his weird like insecurity around women. Yeah, um, how they just bark at him. Yeah, because he's like I don't know, he's like afraid of women or something. I don't know. Uh, it, that it's, was bizarre. It's really strange. But but they're all very memorable. Like if you think about if I say you know the balloon girl, you know who I'm talking about yeah. in that movie and any of the others. Uh, that they're all. I thought they were all very memorable and really cool. There's a comic book. There's oh, yeah. weird codes on scoreboards. You know, I, I really enjoyed the decoding stuff. Like when the guy gives him the the, the first book of codes or whatever. Uh, I thought that stuff was pretty cool. And like the Nintendo Power. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's stuff like that. You're like what? Where like, did you? What? Like, you know, we were talking about like Hideo Kojima smoking really, really harsh, weird drugs. Homie was smoking a lot of something when he made this film oh, script. Yeah. yeah. Um, this to me is um, back in the 70s, like directors made films that destroyed their careers. Like Michael Cimino made Heaven's Gate and it ruined his career. Okay. Uh, and like, you know, then. Somebody like Richard Kelly made Southland Tales. Oh, right. And it went to Cannes and it destroyed his career pretty much. Yeah. And it's almost like he was trying to make that film here, but somehow it kind of worked. Mm-hmm. And like those films, Heaven's Gate's really good because he re edited it. And okay. Southland Tales is a fucking mess. But um, I, I love this film. Cool. And. I'm not the only one, thankfully, because I felt like I was the only one for a while. Oh, is that but right? But lots of people have come out this year and had it like, on like their top ten list. Oh, that's cool. And wrote giant articles <laughs> oh, about nice. how much they love the film. Right on. And I'm just like, oh, thank you. Yeah. I feel almost vindicated. Like, <laughs> it's not a film you can recommend to anybody, but yeah. man, it's it's never boring. It's ballsy. And it's mm-hmm. fucking nuts. It is. So I... That's the kind of shit I, I love in a movie, man. It'll be a huge cult film, and it's like Knives Out. It's for the regular people, mm-hmm. Detective Lies, and this is for the fucked up people. That's true. I can see that. Yeah. 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 And that's you. Totally. <laughs> Under the Silver Lake all goddamn day, yeah. dude. Yeah. I felt like while I was watching it, I felt like, and you, you'll be able to comment on this because you're proof that I'm wrong about my theory on it. While I was watching <laughs> it... <laughs> While I was watching it, I felt like I felt like I think I'm missing a lot of what's going on here because I've never spent time in LA and I don't know anything about LA lifestyle other than, you know, stuff I read about on Twitter. So it felt like a very inside joke, haha, nudge nudge, look at these valley girls and stuff like that. That's that was my read on while I was watching it. Oh, there is something to be said about the whole like vapidness of them. Mm-hmm. About the the I'm not gonna talk about the ending of the film, right? Yeah. That is some really vapid shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. There's definitely stuff like that in there. Yeah, but um, um, I'm guessing you were never bored. No, no. I was I was always curious about where it was going. Yeah, and um, you know I can't say I loved the ride. I'm not even sure if I liked the ride, <laughs> but I'm glad I was on that ride because uh, you know the, the way I look at movie club is 
this is where we get to take risks as movie watchers. We get to we get to venture down to places where, you know, without movie club, there's pretty much all of those movies I probably never would have seen. Yeah, dude. Like, you would never have seen House on yeah. fucking Netflix. No. It's a no. weird Japanese movie from 1978. Like, yeah. You're never going to see that film. Yeah. And it's bonkers. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's what's cool about movie club. Sometimes it doesn't hit, but sometimes we we get weird stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm always looking for that, that, uh, cause sometimes most of the time it works really well. Like, you know, climax is a risk that you took in choosing that one, but you're like, fuck it. I love this movie. I want him to see it. And, uh, you know, about halfway through the movie, I was kind of mad that I was watching it, but then it all just started to click for me. And then two weeks later, I bought it on iTunes for 10 bucks. So I was I, like, I saw you posted a photo on Twitter of what you'd bought on iTunes. And I noticed you bought Nestor. Yeah. Good for you, sir. Hell yeah. I love Nestor, dude. So good. Such a great film. I actually, uh, I, I made Kyle watch that one and he, he loved it. So yeah. And I got quoted for that movie too. Damn right you did. <laughs> because like three of us reviewed it <laughs> it's so funny too because the only reason that you guys saw that movie is because I, I i walked out of another movie and went and saw it you did yeah, yeah. i was mad because the movie we were in was absolute shit i know and i walked out and it started late too yeah uh i, I love the weird code stuff in this film the code there, stuff's cool there's even weird codes in the in the closing credits if oh you, is there if you notice it oh i didn't i yeah no, I, it's really strange huh but and also playing strange currencies by <laughs> REM, a great song. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. It's, uh, it won't be on my top ten this year because I saw it last year. That's right. But if I had seen it this year, it would be in my top ten this year. Really, I like, Dude. It, like it that much. That's awesome. Uh, I didn't like it. I liked it way more. Um, after the second viewing and I okay. probably like it more even more after the sixth or seventh viewing nice. that I've done yeah I'm not I'm not a proud man <laughs> um, you but, think this will be the movie that like um, theaters play uh, like midnight on a Friday night kind of thing yeah like I, I, I could definitely see that it's just um, once again it, it just might piss people off yeah that's <laughs> but, understandable but then I say get the fuck out of the theater <laughs> yeah. I think it's great sorry yeah. it's definitely one of those movies where it, this is the kind of movie you throw at somebody when they're like hollywood's running out of ideas it's like watch this shit dude yeah buckle up yeah it's definitely <laughs> not running out of ideas <laughs> yeah so that's wicked i'm i'm glad you didn't hate it yeah and i'm glad you seem to have liked it yeah at, no it's to a point it's well the thing is it's made with you cannot deny the talent behind the lens and i'm not just talking about the director and the writers and but everybody everybody involved and it it has a lot of the people that i love like uh slowly um of course now i'm blank uh grace van patten she's in it i love her i adore her she's uh you know i i forgot the movie she was in she was in a movie that was released on netflix like a few couple years ago maybe uh shoot i'm blanking out on it but she was incredible in that and uh she's just got such great presence on screen and she's stunning and very talented and um i'm always rooting for her whenever i see her on screen i'm just like hell yeah I'm really happy that Andrew Garfield makes weird choices like this. That's true. Like, he, he made Spider-Man. Yeah. And yeah. then he made this. Yeah. Yes. There's a Spider-Man comic in the movie, too. I know. That's so funny. And at the screening I saw at VF, I was the only person to laugh. Oh, really? It was odd <laughs> and really not good. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. I know. I got a kick out of that. It's like, I hate everybody here. Yeah. <laughs> 
Damn. Yeah. That sucks. Except for some of my friends who are in the audience, so not them. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a really cool film. Cool. And I'm glad you kind of dug it. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, continuing on the uh, let's help Adrian get a good top 10 list yeah. thing of Movie Club. Cool. Another film for 2019. All right. Hey. hey. And uh, this one is the superhero film you didn't know you needed in your life. Oh, yeah. Uh, from a director, Julia Hart, Fast Color. Okay. Uh, this is a good one, dude. This nice. is going to kick your ass. Right on. Uh, starring the great Gugu and Batha Raw. Oh, sweet. Uh, she plays a superhero, and that's all I'm going to say. Cool. Because it's the less known, probably the better. Right this on. This is weird. I don't know. I have the disc... And I'm just mm-hmm. going to give Adrian the digital code. Cause yeah, because I, I collected it. He, he likes his digital codes, and I hate them. So <laughs> yeah. I'm strictly a disc guy. That's right. So there is my digital copy of Fast Color. Right on, dude. Thanks. Yeah. Right on. And we do encur- encourage our friends and anybody listening, if you want to join Movie Club, uh, definitely hit us up, whether it's Fast Color under the silver lake three colors trilogy anything we've talked about in in the history of movie club we'd love to hear from you and a uh, big shout out to my buddy ryan who wrote in the comments section um i you probably don't check it uh i only checked it because i got an email about it so he commented on on jojo rabbit and how he loved it and how satire is the satire used in jojo rabbit is, was used as a device to just kind of make fun of uh hateful evil person nice and uh he loved it and he i think he said he's going to see dr sleep soon nice yeah nice uh i think fast color is a top five film right now for will lindis oh really so if if i needed to qualify it more nice hey there you go yeah so yeah uh, it was also in my midway top five list that's right and i remember back then yeah i think you were deliberately vague with and you were like what's that movie <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> like home huh? cool all right well uh that's movie club please join just send us a message on twitter or text or whatever don't, facebook don't text me <laughs> yeah don't text bill you won't yeah i'm, I'm grumpy <laughs> that's right that's right yeah hit me up on on snapchat or the gram or uh dating apps and is that, stuff is that you trying to be cool <laughs> yeah it was me trying to be cool <laughs> that was me trying to be um what's her name and uh God. knives out like you're super your super confident voice yeah. there <laughs> that's right <laughs> okay well, let's let's move on, shall we? We shall. <laughs> <laughs> let's get all proper. Get all, get all fancy here. Uh, let's move on to the lightning round. This is where we just talk about other movies we've seen uh, between last episode and this episode. It's just we we talk about them for a couple of minutes each and give us our brief, give people our brief thoughts. Uh, people are gonna hate me. Probably. People are gonna hate me. Let's get it out of the way then. Let's uh, let's start with Frozen Two. <laughs> Adrian knew exactly what I was going to talk about, and we haven't talked about it. Frozen Two, Bill. Oh my God, dude, hit us with it. it. Well, it happened like the same thing with the Lego Movie. Okay, Every, that whole movie was just bombarded on me over and over again with like more sequels and shit and every time i came to work for like a year straight man i heard that fucking let it go song yeah or do you want to build a snowman yeah and then that fucking olaf short came out and you know what i'm just like you know what fuck fuck frozen (laughs) yeah fuck frozen fuck frozen and you know what this is an okay frozen film yeah 
It yeah. is not a good Frozen film. <laughs> the songs are not as good as the first one. No. They, Even though I hated the songs in the first one after hearing them 17 million times. That's right. The plot is not as good. It yeah. is weirdly convoluted. It is almost like a Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. Fucking Ice, Ice Queen chick has become like fucking the one ring to rule them all and all this shit. I'm just like, <laughs> what the hell is this stuff? Yeah. And I'm just like, I this is a kids movie? Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the, the plot is really convoluted, folks. It is. For a kid's movie, it really is. <laughs> Meanwhile, at my screening, I guess the the songs were already on iTunes or oh, really? something. Because all the fucking kids were already singing the goddamn they songs were? during my screening of the film. No. They're belting out all these crappy songs. These bangers. I know. Meanwhile, dude sings too much in the film, too. He does. He has one good kind of like montage thing I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, man, he sings way too much in the movie. Kristoff? Is that the dude's name? I think so. Dude, you sang too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I liked it. I thought it was oh, a charming film. I thought it was okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I really like Josh Gad in this film as Olaf. Really? Yeah. I love him. I think he's hilarious. Oh. Everything he does. I cried during this movie. Really? Yeah. You can probably guess which part. Did but, it have to do with... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That really got me, man. The story, it is very... Like, no child will understand the story. They're just going to... Sing the songs and laugh when Olaf's on screen and and the whatever. And there's fucking rock demons (laughs) and fucking what? That shit's scary. (laughs) That shit's actually really scary. There are a lot of scary parts that parents might be aware of, but kids will see it anyway. Ice Queen can make horses. (laughs) Yeah, the horse emote. Hell yeah! What the fuck? (laughs) Like I was not high. Yeah. This fucking movie. Yeah. Like, what? Will Lindis had a really interesting point about the movie that I'll, I'll have to read off off uh, off podcast because it's a spoiler. But I <laughs> thought it was really interesting what he said. But yeah, whoever is going to see Frozen has decided already and has probably been taken to the, you know, their kids have probably forced them a couple times to see it. Let it go. Part two. Yeah. Yeah, none of the songs are nearly as good as the first one. No. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, and the characters were kind of bland. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and they should all die for Olaf's Frozen Adventure. <laughs> the worst film of was it last year or the year before? I, I can't remember. Yeah, it it was, was and it was a short. Uh, it, it was like 25 minutes yeah, too. of absolute torture. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't a bad film. It's just not very good either. Right. Frozen was a really big surprise. It wasn't, I didn't think it was gonna be as good as it was. And it was really good. Um, you all should watch that one again and then remember how good that one was yeah. after watching this one. It's well, not as good. What about my man Sterling K Brown? Did you <laughs> spot him in frozen too? No, I did not. He was in it. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Doing he was, what? he was the like general guy or whatever. The soldier in the fog thing. (laughs) (laughs) The mist. Oh, my God. Yeah. More plot. (laughs) Useless plot. Yeah. Anyway, I think uh, think people... It looked really nice. Yeah. Sure it did. Sure. (laughs) Anyway, that's Frozen Uh, 2. Don't hate me. We won't. I'm not mean. I just just keep it real. Keeps it real. It keeps it real. Speaking of keeping it real, let's talk about Queen and Slim. (laughs) Dude. Dude. Oh, my God. The greatest thing ever. I I told Adrian this earlier. Yeah. I, uh... 
Adrian just went to town on this film. I went on in on this one, and I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, so I'm like, oh shit, I still got to see this movie. <laughs> so I, I go to the theater yesterday, and uh, I'm watching it. And I'm like, this isn't that bad. What the fuck is wrong with Adrian? Yeah. Like, this yeah. is actually pretty good. Yeah, I, I love Daniel Kaluuya. He's yeah. really great. It's, it's, it's shot pretty well. Yeah. Story's moving along pretty good for like a like a adventure film. Yeah. They're, they're on the run. Mm-hmm. Then something happens. Yeah, and it went from like a four star film to like a two star film. Yeah, in a five second scene. Oh yeah, and it was so out of place and terrible. Yeah, that I I. I was just like, wow, how could they do this? Like, they've yeah. absolutely ruined the film. I haven't felt that weird since the the Von Trier film, The House That Jack Built. Okay. There's a scene in that film that completely took me out of that film, and I was, like, lost the rest of the way because it took me out of this. That scene in Queen and Slim took me out of the film so bad, I couldn't tell you what happened in the second half of the film. Yeah, I so could. I didn't give a, didn't give yeah. a shit. yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you just crossed a major line. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. I should walk out. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, apparently the director of Lemonade, too, which uh, is another thing I couldn't get through. Really? I don't yeah. know. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, choices were made in this film that were fucking <laughs> irresponsible. Choices were made. I love it's that term. terrible. It's a shitty movie, man. And it gets even worse after that event happens in the movie. And you're just like, what are you trying to say here? Like, I get, like, if a filmmaker wants to be kind of vague about what they're trying to say, but this one feels like they're trying to be very deliberate about their message, but it's not a new message, people, and uh, I didn't need to spend 15 bucks or whatever I paid to see it. Um, and I love Kaluuya, man. Like, we, we both love Kaluuya, and uh, I don't know. It's just, it's it's bad. It's real bad, and... The female lead, I I thought she was wooden as hell. I thought she was fine. You thought so? Yeah. yeah. I, th- I, said, I thought the acting was good until that, that scene. It just mm-hmm. ruined the goddamn film. Yeah. It sucks because I, 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 I want to support films like this. Yeah. Made by a female director. Yeah. Starring people of color. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about those films. Yeah. I want to champion those films. I yeah. want everybody to go and see those films. Yeah. Until they're not that good. And yeah. I don't want to talk about them anymore. Yeah. And I should have walked out. Yeah. I really wanted to walk out, but I was like, well, fuck. Like, what really was a kick in the pants for me was I had to bring Sarah to work because uh, she, she works downtown. I was like, well, I'm in the neighborhood. I might as well see uh, Queen and Slim. But I had to kill an hour before that, which just... Ouch. It sucked. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll go. I actually watched uh, Clone Wars, an episode of Clone Wars, and like listened to a podcast. And then I went in and watched it. And I was I was really excited going in. I was like, this looks pretty cool. I was shocked it even opened here. So I was super Same. excited. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, oh, well. Win yeah. some, lose some. Totally. One of the worst of the year. I wouldn't go that far. I would. But, because um, yeah. you haven't seen the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, that's true. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you, you're talking about your movies. I got some other stuff, but it's more TV stuff. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, I saw A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, um, which is good. Uh, it's just not the Fred Rogers story. Right. It's about the reporter. Okay. And, you know, we already saw the Fred Rogers movie, so I guess that's okay. Mm-hmm. The documentary is pretty amazing. This one's fine. Uh, it's definitely got the feels. Yeah. Yeah. Watch oh, yeah. out for the feels when you finally see it. Okay. Uh, uh, Hanks is really good. Cool. But have you ever said that he's not? Yeah. So that's pretty much a given. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's not a great movie, though. Um, I don't 
even know if he gets nominated. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's good, but I don't think it's like great. Yeah. Um, like just, just like the movie, mm-hmm. uh, 21 bridges, okay. Chadwick Bosman, nice. the cop who shuts down New York city after a robbery. Okay. And, uh, it's not bad. Okay. But it's, it feels like an eighties film that you've already seen before. Okay. Uh, Definitely serviceable, but it's not great either. Yeah. Uh, he's fine. The acting's actually pretty good. Uh, it's just a pretty generic, you know exactly where it's going story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it for me. Okay. I, I haven't been watching much. Yeah. Uh, I've still been working on my best of decade list. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I also finally rewatched Moneyball. Nice. Yeah. That's a great one, right? Holy shit. I love Moneyball. That, that movie legit is like shaping the future of my life right now and i'm not even exaggerating about that shit yeah yeah come on guys do i have to tell you <laughs> yeah he gets on base he gets on base <laughs> <laughs> i love when jonah hill's like you want me to talk <laughs> so good yeah but yeah the speeches where he he uh where he says adapt or die that fucking hits me so hard, man. Because that's our lives, man. Like, whatever, wherever you are in this life, you have to be able to adapt to your surroundings or you're just going to perish. And the great thing about Moneyball is that the final shot of Moneyball is Billy Bean turning down my Boston Red Sox. Yeah. To be the general manager. And then the Boston Red Sox copied what Billy Bean did yeah. and finally won the World Series. Yeah, that's and right. And it was one of the greatest moments of my life. Yeah. So thank you, Billy Bean, for <laughs> yeah. one of the greatest moments of my life. Hell yeah, man. It's uh, a, yeah, it's great. I've never cried like I cried the night the Boston Red Sox won the Dude, World Series. That's sick. Yeah. That's sick, man. Yeah. Because fans have been waiting their entire lives for that. There's literally people who were 16, 70 years old who had never seen the Boston Red Sox yeah. win the World Series. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so that's unbelievable for that long. It's it's like being a Cubs fan. The Cubs finally won too. So that's true. It's unreal. Yeah, that's Mon- cool. Moneyball is the shit, dude. Hell yeah, it's such a great movie. Hell yeah. Um, other stuff I've well, there's one more movie I watched that was uh, Can You Keep a Secret? <laughs> <laughs> it's a date movie. It's uh, Netflix has one of those a week, don't they? They do. Yeah, starring that same dude, that same young guy who's 21 years old and absolutely crushing it. But um, this one is uh, Daddario, Alexandra Daddario. Yeah, she's in it. Um, Does she think she's ugly? Yeah, she thinks she's ugly, and that you know, I think there's a different way you could play it. Like I. It's it's not the best look when any person, male or female, but especially female, is like, I'm not good enough to be with you. And it's like, you're one of the most attractive creatures on the planet. You have the most attractive eyes I've ever seen on a woman. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, you're not yeah. ugly. Yeah. So that right out right out of the gate, it's a it's a hard sell. But she actually makes it work, I think. And the two of them are really cute together. It's charming. It's Dude, it's a it's are, a date movie are all the you way. Recommending this? I, I'm recommending it to anybody who has a, a significant other, uh, male, female, or non-binary, who I, has a soft spot for softy. I fucking quit Hallmark movies. I fucking quit. <laughs> quit. <laughs> it's for a very specific demographic. Adrian has lost all of his integrity. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I, I, you know, watching it with Sarah and her freaking out because she she read the book apparently. So she, 
That's our first book club movie. And uh, no, I'm joking about that. But, uh, you know, for what it is, it, it's exactly what you think it is. And you've seen it before, but uh, whatever. And, and we've talked about it too much already. For, for every Irishman, there is yeah, that right. on Netflix. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Other stuff I've watched, I've been watching a lot of uh, Disney Plus and Apple TV Plus stuff. Of course, The Mandalorian. Are you, are you caught up on that? I am not. Oh, really? I, uh, oh. I've seen the first two episodes. Okay. And uh, real life has been oh, yeah. making sure that I don't watch anything else. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dude, just download it and watch it during your lunch break. No, the way it was intended. I know. I'm, I'm just kidding. No, I, I, I want to watch those on my TV because yeah. it seems to be very prime Star Wars. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I want to watch it with digital sound. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm joking about yeah. the... <laughs> watch it. Watch it on my on my iPod. <laughs> That's right. On the bus. That's right. <laughs> like George Lucas intended. Uh, like he intended. Um, I'm loving it, man. And uh, all memes aside, uh, I'm loving it. And I'm so glad it exists. I'm not going to spoil, but do do they have dolls for that thing yet? I want one that I don't think so. Actually, it's weird. I think they're building up demand. Really? Because that seems like a lost opportunity. Yeah. Like, it it should be something that should be in every house by now. Yeah, like, those those should have been on the shelf the day after. Because they would have sold a billion of them. Yeah. Basic bitches like me would have scooped that up right (laughs) away. Uh, So, I'm loving The Mandalorian. Uh, Silicon Valley, are you you caught up on that? Oh, yes. Hell yeah. That's... Russ Fest. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe there's only one episode left. That's so sad. But yeah, Russ Fest was hilarious, man. We have Puddle of Mud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sarah was watching that with me. She couldn't stop laughing. I, I was in my staff room at work watching it, just dying. Yeah. <laughs> he starts singing the song. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, his taste in music is hilarious. And I love his joke about which outfit he should wear. He's like, the second one, are you sure? He's like, you really think a white man should wear that outfit? And we we never get to see it, but it's so funny. Uh, He's great. I like how uh, just out of the blue, Gilfoy's drinking his his, uh, his whiskey. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. He's just like, that's fucking fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gilfoy. A guy great. who never says anything positive. Yeah. Just out of the blue says, that's fucking fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Gilfoy is amazing. Yeah. I love him. Um, I'm really going to miss the show when it's done. So next week's the last episode? That's it. Yeah, oh seven. God. That's it. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani posted a tweet saying uh, this is it there's two more episodes left and Ugh. he's like i think they're the two best we've ever made that is such a missed opportunity that show should be going for the next 20 years yeah oh yeah uh so yeah really enjoying that it, it's sad it's almost over one episode left uh what else have i been watching have you noticed how buff uh Nanjiani is Oh, I haven't. From, from, I guess he was filming Stuber at the same time. Oh, he got that... all buff for Stuber. Oh, no way. He's like super ripped in this season of, of <laughs> that's Silicon hilarious. Valley. That's, not, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I love him. He's so good. Uh, Servant, which is on Apple TV+. Plus. That's the M. Night Shyamalan series. Um, Toby Kebbell and... Oh, I'm blanking out. It's really good, though. It's basically this couple in philadelphia um they have a baby uh, but it's i forgot what they call it it's when uh, it's a very specific situation if a couple loses a newborn baby to complications and the, the baby dies there's a certain kind of uh therapy where they can get a baby 
like um, fake baby, obviously, and uh, they take care of it the way they would have taken care of their real baby. God, this doesn't sound creepy at all. Not creepy at all. Jesus. So, um, one of them is really into it. One of them is just completely removed from the process. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah. And uh, they decide to hire a nanny to look uh, look after the baby, too. Oh, another great horror trope. Yeah, yeah. What nanny the hell? From middle of nowhere America. And uh, Does it star Rebecca De Mornay? <laughs> yeah, not quite. But uh, there's three episodes. They're each 30 minutes long. Uh, it's fantastic. I- I'm really enjoying it. So high recommend for me. Check it out. It's on App- Apple TV+. Plus. Um, I'm also watching C, uh, Jason Momoa's new show. Uh, I think I'm like four episodes in, and I'm really enjoying that. Nice. Basically, in the future, everybody in the world is blind, um, with the exception of these two children who are born with sight. And uh, they have to keep it a secret, obviously, because... It's a very dangerous thing. But the people are so well adapted to being blind that they actually have little uh, armies, forces, people who can fight, who can uh, defend their land if they need to, people who can raid lands if they need to. Um, It's it's a really cool concept, and they're doing a really good job. Do they have sonar? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, right. They do. I think I made a dumb joke one night, too, when we were watching. I made my whale sounds or something. (laughs) Uh, I don't even know. No, they don't have sonar. Please don't do your whale sounds on (laughs) this podcast. I I won't. Thank you. Maybe I'll add it at the end. No. But uh, anyway, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. Do I have to quit again? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Bill's retiring again. It's like Tenacious D. (laughs) That's right. Oh, man. Oh, man. But um, yeah, C is really good. And... Yeah, I guess that's that's all I've watched lately. Nice. Yeah. Nice. A lot of TV stuff, but I'm really excited for these alleged streaming wars that are going on cuz it just we I think we all win from this. Have you watched Watchmen yet? No, but I that's Dude, next on my list. So good. Yeah, cuz so it's good. almost over, right? Yeah, I've I'm I'm caught up on that. Cool. Uh, what else have I watched? Watchmen. I'm watching a show on YouTube called Impulse Season okay. 2. I really like it. It's about a girl who has teleportation powers. Oh, wow. And she, but she can't control them properly. Oh, wow. And she's being taught how to control them by the great Callum Keith Rennie. Oh, no way. Cool. C- Canadian genius actor. Nice. Uh, what else am I watching? I think that's probably about it. Uh, I'm, I've sort of kept on watching the morning show, the Apple okay. Plus show. Oh, right. It's okay. Yeah, but you said it's like not as good as it should be, though. Yeah, I, 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 I still want it to be better. Yeah. I heard it gets really good after episode six. Oh, gosh. Because everybody already had screeners of it, right? Oh, right. And I'm like, uh, that's a long... That's a long yeah. commitment, man. That's like two viewings of The Irishman. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. Imagine watching uh, a movie for that long. You know, when it hits the <laughs> seven-hour mark, it gets really good, man. That's the new... Uh, measurement so how many irishmen did it take for you to watch that movie that's right but yeah that's that's lightning around i guess so guess what december 6th the next uh weekend of stuff nothing opens wide oh really i'm not joking wow but a bunch of stuff opens limited that we're not gonna get uh little joe which i saw at viff Okay. It's really freaking great. Okay. It's like Invasion of the Body Snatchers if it was done by plants. Oh. It's really awesome. 
It has one of the greatest scores I've ever heard in my life. Cool. The score freaked the shit out of me. Wow. It's so good. Uh, this was a huge surprise at VIF. Everybody I know who saw it loved it, but nobody was talking about it. Really? It was in my top 10. Okay. It's really good. I dug the hell out of it. Nice. So if it's around, check it out. Nice. And if you didn't like it, I apologize. But I really did. Cool. Uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire opens in two theaters and screws everybody's top ten list up. Brutal. But I've already seen it. Yeah. So mine's good. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) There you go. Dick. And the Aeronauts opens uh, for one week in theaters and then plays on Amazon a week later, starring Eddie Redmayne and Felicity Jones. Okay. It's their biggest movie, like money-wise, that they've had in production it's uh played tiff heard it got really good reviews cool it's like kind of a children's movie about uh, uh people flying in a balloon hence aeronauts okay yeah uh and i thought it looked, i saw i watched the trailer looked pretty good to me cool so i'll be checking that out and on december the 13th clint eastwood back oh, yeah. for an, his his movie a year yeah richard jewel do you know who Richard Jewell was? Is uh, I saw the trailer, but I already forgot. Do you remember the bombing at the Atlanta Olympics? Oh right, yeah. For about a week there, he was the suspect. Yeah, because he was a security guy, and they thought that he was the one who did it, but he actually wasn't the guy who did it. Yeah, and they destroyed his life. Oh man. Yeah, and it's about him, so it could be interesting. Yeah, Eastwood is very hit or miss. He is, yeah. I actually liked last year's. Cool. Uh, the Mule. <laughs> right. It's, I still need to see it's that. It's pretty good, actually. Cool. I did not have problems with that. Uh, Black Christmas, a remake of a remake. Okay. Ah. Oh. <laughs> it's another teen slasher film. Hey, yeah. sign me up. Adrian, already, already there. <laughs> uh, Jumanji, the next level. Oh, no. That the last one made my worst of the of the year list. Oh, it did. I hated it so much. Uh, this one will probably not be any better. Yeah. Because Kevin Hart is in it. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. Uh, Bombshell. The story of Fox News and how they um, made three women's life really terrible. Charlize Theron, Margot Robbie, and Nicole Kidman. Oh. Looking like they can all be winning Oscars. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Uh, looks really good. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that opens pretty quick. This one does not, because it does not have distribution in Canada. Oh. Because Netflix has it in Canada. Wait, are you talking about the bombshell one? No. Uncut or, Gems oh, right. does not have distribution in Canada yeah. because Netflix owns it. Yeah. So... And it's not opening on Netflix right away. So we're not going to be able to see this film until mid-January at the earliest... Or take a day trip, yeah, to Vancouver. Yeah, because one of the theaters in Vancouver has already booked it. Yeah. Or, or one of my friends hooks us up with an Oscar screener. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. Nudge, nudge. Say no more. Secret Say no handshake. more. Yes. Uh, yeah. Can't wait to see that. Because nice. uh, Good Time was a quite the amazing film. Hell yeah. And I think Josh and Benny Safdie are on to big things, man. They are a great team right now i'm super excited for them and i heard it's really good i heard sandler is really amazing yeah heard kevin garnett's really good in it oh really yeah the former basketball player yeah and also in limited i've seen this one i saw it at viff the new terrence malick film a hidden life oh right i think it's a masterpiece cool it's a return to form and i love me some malick right on dude so i can't wait for everybody to see that hell yeah because it's wonderful cool 
and that is it. Sounds good, man. And we've got some stuff that's opening this weekend here, like Honey Boy and Waves. and Yeah, and uh, Lost Waters, the new yeah. uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo film. Dark that's Waters. Right. Dark Waters. Dark Waters. That yeah. looks good. Yeah. That, that looks, looks really good. good. But Honey Boy is the one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Can't wait for that one. I, yeah. I can't wait for the, the rewatch of Waves. Same here. It's going to be good. Yeah. Um. A friend of mine, uh, Alan Cerny, was talking about doing a double of Waves and Marriage Story. And I was like, dude, don't do that. Like, God, that's a wrist slitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. I said, dude, I needed time and space after each one of those. Don't do that back to back. I should check with him, see, see yeah. how he's doing. <laughs> we watched Waves and then we went and watched Joker. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It's super bleak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we watched the death of dick long yeah. <laughs> afterwards <laughs> that took us uh, that brought us back a bit a little bit yeah uh but yeah that that concludes episode 95 if you're still tuned in thank you for being here um i guess we should tell people where they can find you online i am at soundjam 69 on twitter say hi cool and uh, i'm at adrian underscore charlie uh the show is a twitter account at the green underscore screen and uh we do have the website the green screen of death.com ryan left a comment on there and i'd love to see more of that if anybody wants to tune in and like leave your comments on the episodes that'd be a good place I don't think I've ever been to that website. Oh, you haven't? I'm just not that guy. Okay, I got you. I'm terrible. It's fun. <laughs> we are we are the kings of self-promotion. That's right. Yeah. And uh, you can also find us on other podcast platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, wherever you can find a podcast. And as always, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to be trying to push to get more reviews and ratings from people because uh, y'all are listening. And we would love some ratings. <laughs> Give us your honest rating. Because I do get emails every month. I signed up for like this thing, this service where they're like, they scan all the platforms and send you an email with the ratings. And it's been six years of, uh, hey, no new ratings. Uh, but we have like three or four. So one, one of them's from me. Me too. <laughs> so we have about two ratings in six years. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. Uh, big thanks to uh, Brian and Zach for those ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to you guys. You guys are on the wall of fame. But yeah, until next time, thanks very much for listening. And we'll talk with you next time. Peace.